our first inhale here. So beginning by inhaling through the nose, just really inviting ourselves into this space. Softening the jaw, really allowing your body to begin to relax. Leaning into your chair. So just noticing where your chest is, if you're leaning into an experience or into yourselves, which is more recommended. Softening the eyes and just beginning to invite yourself into your body. And then softly exhaling. Inhaling again, really taking your time, noticing if there's anything that personally comes up for you that you might be struggling with this morning. Rather than giving it attention, what we're trying to do is just build a healthy emotional space. Just continue to breathe all your breath sensation down really filtering through what is in us and any kind of anxiety or unprocessed emotion will still be there because something that's undigested will let you digest it so just continue to breathe and follow yourself into this space if there is any tension try to notice where the attention where the tension is in your body so where where do you feel it most and then softly exhale a lot of, a lot of times we will struggle with something we're not sure of something we know about is easier to understand so it's just noticing that we are discovering something here that we are unsure we are unsure of and being able to identify where in the body we're feeling it can help with articulating what it is and what has to get done. Beautiful. All right, so just begin to find stillness now. What we're gonna do is begin to go into an idea or two. Um, and today we're gonna just talk about the concept of unprocessed emotion. So when something is unprocessed, just like food, it begins to linger. It kind of just keeps on coming up. And this could be in any anything in our life. Um, always a great, a great, um, analogy is food. Uh, we know that we're sensitive to something when our body has difficult time digesting it. We feel bloating, right? So when it comes to sensations connected to emotion, 
the way we're able to detect if something is undigested, it's if it keeps on coming up. So for for a lot of us, we're like, we, you know, it, it's easy, it's easy to point fingers and be like, oh, it's this person, it's that thing. And yes, it can be that the situation you're in is bringing something out of you in a specific way. But it's also acknowledging what our sensitivities are or how we're processing it, right? So back to the food, some foods aren't good for us. Some foods are not good for us just for a little bit of time. Some foods aren't good when combined with other foods. So when it comes to relationships, especially the relationship with ourselves, it's noticing, number one, where do we have the best relationship with ourselves? What is the easiest kind of emotion to digest? And the simple way to test this is it's, it's as simple as adding water to a plant. It soaks it all up and it energizes it in a way where you're okay going at a slow pace and you're feeling content in yourself. There's a contentment and a and this kind of cruise control that's available. Because a lot of times we will identify the concept of um, like feeling good and energized by being able to move fast. Um, it's even um, connected to like more aggressive behavior, not in the sense of aggression itself, but it's excitement. We're pushing, we're, 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 we're like there's this kind of force related to it but then we tire out so usually that that is something that is not the healthiest when we're looking to discover simplicity within ourselves and digestible emotions it's something that's that when we walk away there's a sense of contentment there are no lingering thoughts or feelings or illusions either fears or illusions what happens is is the emotion is able to be digested the experience in itself is is able to be digested right then and there you don't need more and you don't need less and there's a sense of quiet inside your mind that's available to you during and after that experience. In business, there was something I learned and it said, um, the best businesses are almost invisible when it comes to retail. And what that means is that the people you're working with never have any issues where you're able to deliver the product 
on time. Customers are satisfied. And nobody has to constantly be looking after you or babysitting you or or thinking. Like you don't take up time or space. For a lot of us, when it comes to relationships, the thing we're looking for is somebody to take space in our life. We're looking to take up space and and we're looking for somebody to fill this void rather than create something so easily digestible that you don't even know there. So something interesting to note is usually when we're struggling, we try to figure out how to get out of the struggle itself. When the real focus should be on how we got into it in the first place. So rather than putting all focus in, how do I get out of this? It's how did I get into this? And how did I get into this from we're only looking for technical processes. We're also looking for emotionally, where was I when I made that decision? Was I in a space where I was, let's say, hungry, right? Emotionally feeling a void. Was I trying to fill space or was I trying to create something so fluid that it's like the experience itself will speak for itself, which is technically a sense of invisibility, right? It flowed so well. When we have this fear of not having value or not mattering, it usually comes from a space where back to like, how did we get into this in the first place is we, we, for a lot of us, we're thinking that we need to take up space. Having value, understanding ourselves and validating ourselves does not necessarily have to come up, come with taking up space in our own lives and other people's lives. And hear me out. So it's, it's a little bit of a process. So when we're building a self rather than an ego, right? So the ego wants to take up space. The ego wants to matter. And I shared with you a quote from my book, holding on doesn't make it matter more. So we're always looking for a way to matter more instead of being a, like just pivot to a space where we are just trying to find contentment in the moment 
strip down experiences and ask ourselves, okay, how can I make this transaction the most comfortable, the most digestible? But when we're uncomfortable in ourselves, it's much easier to, when we have interactions, to create a sense of discomfort either for ourselves or for others. So what we want to do is tap into when, before we enter, even entering your day today or your evening, just taking the time to, when you, when you're, when you're going to experience something or communicate, just ask yourselves, does this support me or does this create a sense of discomfort? That's going to make a create a situation where this is difficult to digest and have something digest. So I want you to just take a moment here to think about something that might come up for you somebody or something that consistently comes up that you feel might possibly be an undigested emotion. And then asking yourselves, when does it irritate you the most? Like, when do you get these flashbacks or when do you get the sense of indigestion? Is it when you're stressed? Is it in the morning? Is it during the day? Like what time of the day is it? How often is it? And where do you feel it in your body? Notice if it is attached to a sense of insecurity or a sense of feeling overwhelmed or a sense of sadness or loneliness. Just notice when that consistently shows up. And then ask yourself if this emotion in itself, if if it's if it's something So emotions take 30 to 90 seconds to digest. And I know that sounds easy. I, it sounds so simple, but when we're dealing with an undigested emotion, what we're doing is, is a, it's a, almost like a reprogramming. So rather than how am I gonna get out of this, we're gonna ask ourselves, how did we get into this, right? So what is the thought? You have to think about what that thought is that increases whatever sense of discomfort is there. And then ask yourself if it's true. So it's, it's that simple. Is it true? 
And also, do I have to take up space? So let's say we're going to use a simple thing of a sense of not feeling valued, right? Or a sense of irrelevance, right? If you think about yourselves in that space feeling like I don't feel relevant, I don't feel like I matter, right? Or I don't feel loved. Does feeling loved feel like taking up space? Or does feeling loved mean able to embody oneself? Sometimes we're coming from a space where we take up space when it's unnecessary because it's just bad clutter. So what we want to do is peel back, simplify, and know that it's the observation, the physicality that makes it matter. So the second we objectify something, we want it right on. It's an objectification of something it's already detached from the emotion, the emotion itself. So objectifying it is not feeling it. The story created around it is not feeling it. So if we're trying to feel something, we have to ask ourselves, where do I feel it? How does it make me feel? Not what this person or what this thing does to me, or what it's done or how or how it's going to affect me because that's all projection it's stopping and giving your body a moment to digest it well how does this feel and then asking ourselves is this something that i want to experience or carry around day to day do i want this to take up space in my life And if the answer is no, it's just tracing back to where in your body you feel it, right? It's little pockets inside of us. If it's pockets in our heart or our hips, noticing in our abdomen, noticing where this gets stored until we're ready to digest it. Begin to trust ourselves as we need it. And we'll be able to draw from our own experiences and perform a natural thing. When we begin to pay attention to the sensations or the situations that are uncomfortable, the decision if something is okay for us or not. And a great reminder, even from my own therapist, is she's like, We're not in high school, you're not in high school anymore. You don't have to tolerate certain behavior. That doesn't mean you have to correct somebody. You don't have to tell them that you're not okay with it. It's you just making a decision that I'm not comfortable with this behavior with feeling this way or be put in this 
in this um, situation and just remove ourselves from that situation. By us tolerating certain things, it doesn't make us stronger. It's noticing where you are the most content. And, you know, we all, there's the day-to-day that for every single one of us, we do deal with. But it's taking the time to really, really notice, like, some things are almost voluntary. And we keep them there to... like trigger something within ourselves. And for some of us, if there's a sense of, let's say even discomfort, right? And there's somebody in our lives that makes us feel really uncomfortable, we'll keep that person there to constantly remind ourselves if we're attached to the to the disadvantage that we have, we will keep that person in our life to consistently remind us of this disadvantage or to remind ourselves that we have to become stronger, right? So so it's it's kind of this thing where we don't naturally need these reminders. What we do what we need to know is that when we are performing from our best when we're in a state where we are feeling good back to the beginning where we are feeling content we're able to perform from the sense of cruise control. We can flow through an experience. And it usually doesn't feel like it takes up any space. It feels timeless. And when we leave, there's a sense of contentment within where there's no illusion attached or no lingering feelings. So take the time as you move through your day today to notice how things make you feel. And if there is a way to adjust and digest certain emotions in certain situations a little differently. So back to time, knowing that everything has the right time. So noticing when in the day you find it. And, um, and then a few more things to predict. And there was a few things I had to deal with in the morning. And I felt like, nope, I can't. Like, I had, you know, a couple tasks that I just needed to, or like, deal with. And I said, nope, I'm going to do my morning routine first. I'm going to deal with this after. And I started to feel that, you know, that anxiety creeped up. And it just, I, I just began to breathe through it, acknowledge that it was there, acknowledge that it's Monday morning, acknowledge that there is so much going on, I need to show up, and uh, do I have to do more than other people do in a day? You know, all the things that, you know, all the things that show up. And I was like, and then I have to remind myself, no, I've done this before. I've had a Monday morning before. We've done this many, many times. So we'll get through this. So it's discovering where you have the patience for yourself and giving yourself that peace of mind 
and knowing that we will get through this. It's about making sure that we don't make sure something takes up too much space and time because then it takes over. And what we're left with is a sense of undigested emotions. What we want to do is go through every experience in our day and for it to be seamless, to be whole, to be able to nurture us the way we need, but we want it to be able to digest fully. So thank you so much for joining me this morning again and taking the time to discover your own self-care. And yeah, that was one of the things for meditation, my teacher said to me, he's like, I'm going to become invisible in your life. And I was like, how's that possible? And I was in a space where I would objectify everything. Everything was a piece. I wanted it to take up space. Um, But then by learning that things don't take up space, and when they don't take up space, they're even healthier, everything started to change. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that piece of knowledge. I'm grateful for that experience in, in itself. And I'm grateful to him, but he doesn't take up space in my life. Because his energy is so clean, right? So what we're trying to do is work on our own energy to make sure that we don't leave others with a sense of residue either, right? Where they leave an experience that we create um, with a sense of um, undigested emotion. So it's it's basically, we can't control what others do. We can't control control the way others process. But when we're honest with ourselves and we're able to refine the experience, what we're able to discover is that life begins to go just a little bit more smoothly. So we'll deal with the same amount of challenges, but we don't all of a sudden begin with Monday morning and say, how much space is this going to take up in my life? Instead, we say, I'm going to notice where I am today and the whole world will wait. That doesn't mean that I will escape. It means I have a list and I will work through it, but I will consult myself and notice where I am in the process as well and just move at a very slow pace. Um, the more focus we're able to into to a an experience, the it's like with eating, if we don't distract ourselves or multitask, we will succeed in digesting, right? Because the chewing of the food, it, you know, creates en- enzymes that help with digesting. So as we focus on the things we do, if we are fully present in our experience using the entire body, rather than multitasking and doing a thousand things at once, we have a higher chance of emotions being able to digest fully so yeah so thank you so much for joining and have a wonderful wonderful day thank you Esther my pleasure